Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. I want to thank everyone for joining us on our final episode, because I am going to die after this. Kevin is dying forever. I'm going to carry on with a robot version of Kevin. No, this... He doesn't know this, but I've been working on this robot in my basement for the past two years. <laughs> well, this is this is new. Wait, we haven't been doing, even doing the podcast for two years. Why are we I was just on prepared it? that I might one day need a future Kevin. Okay, that's... I, I mean... just... Kevin... You have such a life. Your life is so full. And I'm continually worried I will no longer have you. And I'm, and I'm so sad that that full life will soon be empty for when I die. But then. From this sickness. Your consciousness will carry forth in the robot Kevin. Okay. Yes, that's. You know how I got my basement refinished? Yeah. That was so robot Kevin would have a place to live. That's. He that's, just, he walks in the treadmill all the day. And he watches in, Netflix. Some windows in that basement. He's a robot. Seems like a pretty good life. Health code does not require. I wouldn't mind that. Safety? Unnecessary. Real life, Kevin. Yeah. Have you watched Stranger Things yet? No. Oh, I need to talk to someone about it. Oh, I, I <laughs> we can't talk about it on this podcast. It's a Riverdale <laughs> podcast. Um, I, I, I do want to watch it. The problem, once again, is that I need to. Binge it? I need to sit down and watch it. But I'm also doing NaNoWriMo, which means every day I'm writing a certain amount of words and then mm-hmm. I do other stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm, it's just there's a lot of stuff going on that I can't just – because I, I don't want to watch it out of, my, out of my peripherals, which is what I do with some shows. I want to, I want to focus, on, focus it. on it. Well, what you need to know is I recently took a Facebook quiz that synced up with my Spotify account. And I learned that if I were a Stranger Things character, I would be Steve. You were, weren't telling specifically you are Steve's – Steve's sweet hair. All right. Sweet hair grooves, I think, in fact. Nah, good. Soon they will some, be my sweet hair grooves. Some hair grooves. I also have sweet hair, just like Steve. Excellent. I, I really do need to uh, watch it soon, because I know it's going to reach the point where people are going to start... Making goofs? Yeah. Yeah, and like, like fortunately, mm-hmm. I don't follow, or I don't really have any way of getting spoilers for it. That's fair. Um, but like as, as it gets long, people get, you'll get, and it, it, it takes weeks for people to like, <laughs> just Have get cultural memes, just get lax enough where the cultural memes are coming in. Well, I was going to make a good, good Steve goof, but well, I didn't well, I already because know, it would have spoiled I already know stuff about like babysitter Steve and stuff like that, but that's stuff I always, you always saw that deep inside I, the Steve. Well, I know I always figured out that like, they're going to mix the storylines. You're like, Steve, he's going to hang out with those 12 year olds. Cause in season one, they had like three separate storylines mm-hmm. that had their mm-hmm. own sort of themes. I'm like, well, they're not going to do that again because well, people like it. Cause that would be boring. <laughs> and if they had done it again, people would not like it. Cause people don't like when you just do the same thing again. You so know I who, they mix storylines. You know who else is not doing the same thing again this season? Is it Hopper? I was going to say Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale. I thought you were going to keep going with Stranger No, things. I was going to make a segue. That was a bad segue. Seemed clever. Aaron, I'm dying. All right. Well, let's talk something about Riverdale then. Right. This is episode four, The Town That Dreaded Sundown. The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Episode four? Yeah. We're only four episodes into this dumb storyline. only four episodes of this dumb storyline. I feel like 
it's been going on forever. I know. Well, I mean, that's because they started it last season. Why will this never end? I'm not even sure if it's connected to last season. No. Well, yes. Always Clifford Blossom. Always Clifford Blossom. And it, we learned this episode that, yeah, I could still be Clifford Blossom. Hashtag still Clifford Blossom. <laughs> There's no reason that I can't be Clifford Blossom. That's your new hashtag. So this episode starts with a shot of Riverdale that we have never seen before. That we watched a couple of times to try to figure out, like, what are the components that comprise Riverdale? Well, so there's a wind farm. Great. There's, like, farmland. I mean, it's... You know what I'm starting to think? What? I don't think Riverdale takes place in Maine. Do you think it's Pacific Northwest? No, I think it takes place in Ontario, Canada. Could just be Ontario. There are a lot of wind farms in beautiful (laughs) rural southern Ontario. It's filmed in Vancouver, but it's (laughs) set in southern Southern Ontario. Ontario. We just need a massive dump of snow. Where everyone gets locked in their houses for a day. Then we'll know. <laughs> then we'll know. It'll be Ontario or Connecticut. Well, I mean, it could, it could also be Vancouver where they get where they get an inch of snow and everyone's locked inside for the day. That's true. That'll explain why it rained when it was snowing the other day. And and this time. Yes. <laughs> okay, Great. so so Jughead says there's a serial killer, which I take offense to because there's not. <laughs> this killer has killed one <laughs> there's, person. There's, a seri- there's an attempted serial killer. And we still don't know that the person who killed Mrs. Grundy is the Black Hood. I think... We know that... Well, we know. Yeah. But they don't know. Yeah, they have not... Con- no, no, they do, because they got they have her glasses. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Never mind. So they know, okay. that, they know that... But, I mean, the, the... In fact, the one thing that they... The only reason they know that he was the one who shot Midge and Moose is that Midge and Moose Saw survived. him and survived, because he's he, a very bad serial killer. Because he didn't take anything from them for, like... Mm-hmm. You know, his sending things in. So, and if he had taken a trophy, he would know they were alive. They were alive. So, so great job, Black Hood. Yeah, you suck at the thing that makes you you. Yeah, but they're very scared. I mean, you should be. He's an attempted serial killer, it's which true. is something I've never heard of before. <laughs> but for some reason, I love the thought of is someone who's like who's like playing himself off as a serial <laughs> killer, but like. He's only, but he's really bad. <laughs> I mean, the Axeman of New Orleans, he had a lot of survivors. Well, I mean, Zodiac also, like, people survived Zodiac. And sometimes he left, he let them alive for On a purpose, reason. yeah. Which is also, later they say, like, well, we'll talk about it when that scene comes Yeah. Out. Anyway, the TV show validates me and Kevin and talks about all the serial killers we talked about. Mm, yeah, they talk about, and they show, like, impressions of them. In a library. Yeah, and they're all wearing masks and, yep. like, various things. As you do. As you and do. And then the librarian talks about all the awful things going on in this town. Specifically, that awful video made by that awful boy. <laughs> and Jughead's like, uh-oh. Like, like, oh, man, I missed something last night. Ugh. Because, remember, Archie did that the night before, and this has to be the morning after. Yep, because, because Luke Perry Andrews talks about this well, in a couple scenes. Well, um, also, Alice Cooper, the bad one, is mm. upset that Polly's gone. That's true. This is definitely the next day. Alice yeah. Cooper also thinks it's really dumb that they installed extra locks on her door. But I bet when she realized Polly was gone, she was like, oh, man, I wish those extra locks had been there. I like how they Could have wa- kept my daughter inside. I like how they once again reduced... Um, uh, the other, co- the male Cooper, what's his name? Pete? No. The, the fact you can't remember his name is a good thing. Bob? It's funny because uh, they were going to reduce him to a non-speaking role. <laughs> so he's just in the scenes. Val Kilmer Light is hanging around yeah. saying nothing because he's not Val yeah. Kilmer. This entire beginning is essentially about how everyone is scared and there's going to be a town hall meeting. And Betty also gets a murder letter, and Archie is a good shot. Well, yeah, yeah, we see, like, the Betty letter get dropped into a mailbox, and I'm... 
I'm confused who? how that letter, how did that letter get through? Who delivered that letter? Someone just like dropped a letter off at the school? <laughs> they just said Betty and, and someone was like, were... oh, this should, <laughs> clearly <laughs> this should go to a child. Mm, blue and gold, of course. I imagine like, Aaron, I imagine that if at my high school a manila envelope got dropped off that said any student's name. The they school would be like, they, no. They wouldn't just be like. Well, we should probably give this to the students. Oh, Kevin Weir for you. Well, I mean, they didn't even give it to her. They put it in. It's it's with the um. It's with the, the other blue and gold letters. It's with the blue and gold letters, which is also hilarious. That the blue and gold gets separate mail from the rest of the school. So it's it doesn't like, go through the school to the blue and it's gold. It's like my high school got like a Manila envelope that said Aaron Weir, and they were like, hmm, "Let's just send this to the theater. <laughs> we'll just put it in the theater, just somewhere. She'll, She'll find, find it. it. He'll be fine. It's good. Um. um so. For, the lodges are reasonably upset, <laughs> upset about this video. About the fact that their daughter's boyfriend made, made a terrorist video. Made yeah, made an ISIS video. Um, however, I was very thrown off because I was like, "But Hiram, you liked that video. We saw you creepily watching it alone in your study." Well, but now he has to be parent, right? Because as soon as Veronica leaves, <laughs> he's like, "He's." I wonder. Is Hiram also a Blossom? Like, were there three <laughs> Splinters? Because he's also pretty cool about chaos. He's like... He loves that chaos. Yeah, he's like, yeah, the town is so chaotic and afraid, and I like it. And I'm like, what? Why? And at one point, Veronica's like, I can't pass judgment until I hear Archie's side of the story. And I'm like, you have literally heard that a million times. <laughs> and also, you know Archie's side of the story. He said it on the video. Yeah, it, like, it's you know everywhere. It's him. Archie's pretty <laughs> this, straightforward. This wasn't, this wasn't a like, well, let's, let's see what he thinks about it. He said his manifesto. <laughs> you read a manifesto. It's like reading a manifesto yeah, and yeah. being like, I wonder what he meant. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So the Coopers figure out the poly left. Yeah. And Alice Cooper, the bad one, is just full of all them crocodile tears. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. I don't think she knows they're crocodile tears. <laughs> she genuinely thinks. She genuinely thinks she's, she's sad. She's full of worry. Yeah. She worries every time Betty leaves the house. And then her daughter Polly just runs away from the house. And how can she keep her daughter safe? Like, well, you sent Be- Polly away last time. And this time I actually agree that if you have a murderer going around who's targeting sinners. Which he said which in he a said creepy letter he sent he, to you. That he sent to you. No, no, no. He put it. That letter was not sent to them because it he, was on their porch. It was on their porch, which means he knows where they live. Maybe the black hood is the one who put the letter in the blue and gold mailbox. But we see a bunch of the other letters going as well. Maybe the black hood is Mr. Weatherby. Maybe the black hood is a weather is a is a mailman. <laughs> Maybe the black hood is the school secretary. Oh, so many things. So many things the black hood could be. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, Luke, Betty gets oh, yeah. the letter and it, yeah, she yeah. starts opening it. Luke Perry Andrews is not impressed by Archie's new terrorist regime. No. And we also learned that apparently Archie did a 180 in about two hours. And took that video down immediately. But everyone, which is what happens. You put something yep. up online and if, if it's something like that, it gets spread around because you look insane. So, but, okay. So he put it on YouTube, obviously. Yeah. If you take down the original YouTube, someone would have had to have saved it, right? Yeah. Which absolutely could have happened. I mean, I think Hiram did. Oh, Hiram is the one who's just, like, popping up on Reddit and being like, have I, you heard this redhead's I mean, opinion? I mean, Hiram subscribed to Archie's YouTube page. <laughs> Do you think Archie made a separate YouTube page just for the Red Circle? Well, no, here's the thing. Like, I don't think he did because Hiram 
it was had to have watched that video in the few hours before Archer That's took true. it down. Hiram like subscribed to Archie, got a notification on his yeah, iPhone. Yeah, it was he... like Archie Andrews has posted a video, Red Circle Manifesto. <laughs> and then he went and he watched it. And he was like, "Good." And then he downloaded it and started <laughs> spreading it out to all those kids. You won't believe what Archie Andrews has to say today. Yeah, there's a BuzzFeed article. It's crazy. <laughs> when you hear his manifesto, you'll go wild. It's all just clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just and it's and they don't even have to do the thing where they put in like some sort of like sex tease thing. They just have the video of all those shirtless man boys. Exactly. They just blur out Archie's face. <laughs> Who's the man behind the red circle? Click here to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen things you didn't you didn't know about the red circle. <laughs> um. So. The serpents want to go after Archie. Yeah, okay. This scene is weird. Kevin, why is there a uh, laptop duct taped? I'm to show that it's bad. But it's not duct taped together. The duct tape is not on places that are holding it together. Because if a, a laptop actually had to be duct taped together like that, it wouldn't work. Great. But, the, but, but yeah, like, it's a crazy scene. They're watching the video and they're like, oh, let's go after this dumb Northsider. Yeah, so we were thinking that this guy over here to earn his like serpent badge snake wrap thing, he would have he would have to bring us Archie's head. Or, like, this this guy's head, which I don't know if they're referring to. He literally would have to kill him or just, like... Just, like, beat, scare him a little yeah, bit? Yeah, beat the crap out of him. Because here, here's what I don't understand. Aaron, these are still teenagers. And we yep. know that the serpents is, like, a a real gang. And what are the grown-up serpents? The grown-up serpents are like, we don't care about this. <laughs> yeah, like... The well, serpents well, are like, we have better things to do. Like, is, is this like Serpents Junior where Sweet Pea gets to run it himself? They're like training him to be the leader. They're like, no, no, if, no. They're like, Jughead Jones is the leader, but you know, we saw West Side Story. Sometimes the leader leaves so he can get a job lugging boxes and if the leader leaves, Sweet Pea, you no, won't be able no, to no, step no, up. He, no, he won't be because he's, he's Serpent Junior. They're, if they're going to have a new, like, FP, it's going to be someone from the full serpents. No, no, I mean when all of the full serpents die and the next class graduates up. It's like, uh, save the bell. The next generation. <laughs> I, think, I think they're just like, look, these teenagers. these they teenagers have, to do. Yeah, they have their own thing. Let them do whatever they want. <laughs> but I don't think that involves, like, murdering. The grown-up serpents are like, we don't know what YouTube is. <laughs> There's a video? No. Yeah. Well, anyways, and these kids also, they're like, yeah, we think the Black Hood's a hero because he kills Northsiders. And, and Jughead's like, like, oh, my God. And we don't like Northsiders. And I'm like, okay, sure. Uh, you, we, right. We, and that's getting really drilled in this episode is how much. Northside versus Southside. Yeah, there's a lot of animosity between these two sides of town. That, the Sharks and the Jets. That we're not even entirely sure is the same town anymore. Because I'm sure not. Anyway. Uh, Archie is talked to by Veronica. Yeah, she really harasses him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Archie has this moment where he's walking down the hallway. And, and everyone's like, whispering. Well, no, no. I think that's in his head. I think that's supposed to be, like, part of the music thing. And you know what I needed? I needed, like, one football player to give, like, a covert thumbs up. Yeah. But but instead, uh, Veronica, you know, stops him. And then they talk about the red circle and how... And he Archie's like, well, your dad told me to do it. And Veronica's like... Ugh. You gotta meet fear with fear. And it's like, oh, he did say that. I'm oh, Batman. no. Oh, my dad's always trying Ver- to make new Batman. Veronica, I'm Batman. Veronica's like, no, <laughs> he tried to do that in Gotham. He tried to do it in New York. 
No. Then, no, well, baby, no. And then uh, then Weatherby talks to Archie about it, and Weatherby drops the hammer on Archie. Weatherby, who was cool with this last episode. <laughs> Weatherby, I think <laughs> I think the better the better thing is that before he was ambivalent, but he's forcefully ambivalent. Like if he's mm. like, I am neutral on this and everyone else should be as well. I think before he was like, No, Sheriff Keller. I control what happens in my school. <laughs> I will decide when this is a militia. <laughs> Not you, sir. Like, I, like Not you. Like, I mean, like, this is the right thing for a principal to be doing. To... But after last episode. <laughs> like, he just told, he, so he told the sheriff, nah, they're a school club. And then, like, a few <laughs> hours later, they put up their terrorist video. And he's like, he's like, I probably shouldn't have said they were a school club. Guess I need to shut this down. Uh-oh. Archie Andrews, you're not on the football team. Actually, there is no football team. Write an apology letter. And all of this stuff shall be true until you do so. <laughs> She's like, what? Archie gives a super vague thing, which is like, everyone needs to do what, what they think <laughs> is best. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's the exact sort of thing that... that a robot would say. Well, also, where the people would be like, so you're agreeing with me? And Archie's like... A robot no knows knows no morality. No, but are you agreeing with me? I downloaded some philosophy statements. Okay, no, I, Mr. Andrews, I need a, I need a yes or no before you leave this room. Have you heard of Emmanuel Kant? All right, leave. <laughs> uh, so I'm very upset that this envelope said Betty and didn't say Cooper again because I really want the Black Hood to just scrawl Cooper across anything. I'm hoping he meant for the first letter to go to Betty, not Alice. I mean, maybe he and did. And now he's like, oh, I need to be more specific. Yeah, he was like, oh, dang. Uh, <laughs> I guess I got. I guess I got to say Betty on it because <laughs> I can't say Cooper. And do I got him? <gasps> no, maybe, I mean, maybe the Betty Betty letter went to the house, and Alice was like, mm, no, and no. then sent it to the school. No, <laughs> she didn't recognize that. It's <laughs> yes. Actually, I think there's another Betty letter that went to like Betty Wallace. <laughs> And Betty Wallace was like, I don't know what this means. It's like, I gotta be, I gotta be much more specific. I'll just drop it off. <laughs> Betty Wallace like looked at it and was like, this is creepy. This seems like a murder letter. I'll just put this in the garbage. <laughs> that seems like the right way to not be murdered. Good. I'm glad my <laughs> life is so boring. Hey, Ethel, let's hang out. <laughs> so, uh, so we have this scene where she opens up the letter. Uh, Kevin forgives her as you said he would yeah yeah he, he immediately gets he's merely like hey i'm not hey, I'm, I'm no sad. more cruising maybe don't talk to my dad behind my back also like he, he goes through <laughs> all the emotions you would imagine he would go through yeah. he also, he's also like also i signed up for a website so no more cruising and i'm like but not grind him he did not sign for grind him <laughs> he signed up for like red face he's paying for it too yeah he upgraded his subscription yeah I so i mean he's I, I don't. I don't think teenagers. I don't think minors don't, can be on dating sites. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Maybe this, one, maybe this one's just for minors. It's just for high school students, which seems like a bad place to have. <laughs> yeah, seems like this seems like the sort of place that you have minors and undercover police officers and pedophiles. Oh my! And goodness. you don't know who's who. I was listening to one of my podcasts recently, and they started talking about um, a kid who came to their school who pretended to be like twenty seventh in line for the throne. <laughs> Turns out, pedophile. Oh, 
<laughs> it was like their high school. So I guess not a pedophile, whatever the name for people who are sexually attracted to teenagers. Yeah, this is another name. Yeah, for yeah. It. It's very close. It's like but anyway, he was like a 26-year-old convicted sex offender who was like, hello, I am 27th in line for the British throne. You must call me your grace. It was like the plot of Never Been Kissed. Uh, <laughs> but but terrifying. Offender, which is not funny, but is kind of funny. Anyway. Uh, so we learned something important about the Black Hood. He was inspired to do his devilish deeds by Betty Cooper. Dun, dun, dun. Which, as it turns out, is because she gave that speech. That rousing speech about how the town needs to be better. Which apparently made this killer be like, good, now I'll shoot Fred and Luke Perry. Luke Perry, he's the epitome of bad people in this town. Clearly the first one I should shoot is Luke Perry. Or was he going to shoot Pops? Who also seems like the, the, the greatest person ever, except for that w- weird thing where now he he just wanted to keep his job, really. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he thought Hermione would be there, and then when she wasn't there, he was like, well, gotta shoot someone. <laughs> I'm just gonna shoot Luke, Luke, gonna Barry, shoot Andrews. Luke Barry Andrews. Yeah, you're probably an adulterer or something. I heard that. <laughs> I don't know. Rumors. Bang, bang. So Betty also gets a cipher. Yes, and the, and the killer says, "I create. There's a cipher that only you can solve." So Betty and Kevin decide to be teen detectives. Well, actually, first Betty decides to be like, uh, "I mean, I'll just send this cipher to my mom." And then Kevin's like, "But we have to solve it." And then she's like, "Okay, well, we'll solve it." No, you don't understand. This killer, it's be it's because of me, and now I have to find the the truth. And I'm like, "This is Zodiac. You're just doing Zodiac. You're you're doing what he wants. You're doing the movie Zodiac, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. So, um, and Betty- Robert Downey Jr. and <laughs> other other such actors. It's a good movie, guys. If you need a break for something <laughs> it's- good. It's a Zodiac. long movie. It's, it's a, very long. And it's weirdly paced. And it came out the same year as The Black Dahlia and The Changeling. And they've all kind of become one in my head. Well, I mean, Black Dahlia and Changeling were very, like, dramatized. This one feels like someone was like, I'm going to do a documentary, but with actors. With actors, because this happened too far in the past. Yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what it felt like. And, like, the, watching the trailer try to make it creepy and then watching <laughs> the movie, which is just like, nah. Here's a documentary. Maybe that's why I made all of the movies one in my head. I'm like, wow, this is a great movie. Such drama. Yeah, so watch Zodiac, then watch the trailer. <laughs> and realize that the trailer is not the movie you just watched. And then watch The Changeling, and then watch Black Dahlia. Yeah. And make one movie out of those four And then watch things. the movie adaptation of The Wiz. Just because. You're just cause. already watching movies. <laughs> it's a movie weekend. It's also a bad movie, so it's not worth, it's not worth watching last. Yeah. It's snowing outside. So, Betty. Alice is crazy and proud. That Betty got that letter. Well, yeah, because... Yeah, she's proud that Betty was targeted by... And she's like, you see, because he still wanted to... The, the Black Hood still wanted to get me to me, but he's scared of me. So he gave it to my teenage daughter. So good. And the, and the sheriff's like, good God. And then she's like, I published it already. The whole town needs to work on it. And he's like, I mean, but I mean, sure... But, Alice, I learned how to do my job. There's a cryptographer the next town over. I was going to send it to him. Well, this, why, this is why I'm saying it's exactly Zodiac. Because this is what yeah. he did in Zodiac. And the first, like, cipher was solved by just, like, a couple in um, mm-hmm. some neighboring town that, like, they were, like, they were retired. Not cryptog- and they just like doing puzzles. Yeah, they like doing puzzles. And they solved the puzzle. Yeah. I, actually, I think one of them might have a job. Like, they used to be, like, work doing cryptography. Doing cryptography. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think the wife did or something. Um, anyway, which so, is true. True. Actually, how it happened. So. Yeah. so Reggie 
is filled with rage. Guys, I love new Reggie. He is hot and dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's He's got a little bit more of the yeah in him, but not he, as much as original Reggie. He's so passionate and fiery, and he's just so mad that Archie has betrayed the football team that the entire football team is walking away from the red circle. I like, I thought that Mr. Weatherby had figured out that the football team was there, mostly because if you're going to have that many ripped like teen- yeah, where are you getting them from? Teenagers, they have to be on football teams. But no, so what he was trying to do there was to make the football team convince Archie. To reveal. Yeah, because because yeah. he kicked Archie off the team and then decided to have no team at all. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, the team has written a letter for Archie to sign. Yeah. And also they're all convinced it's a Southsider because everyone who's been attacked is a Northsider. And I'm like, yeah, because you have no hatred within your own group. Yeah, if there's anything we learned from the first season... Northsiders kill Northsiders. Yeah. Rich people kill riches. <laughs> like, poor people kill poors. Well, also, we learned that, that the Northside isn't all rich. It's literally anything that's not... Not on the other side of the river. And not, like, super poor. Because we also hear that there's a bunch of junkies on the north side. Well, I think the junkies are, like, speed addicts a la Liv Tyler <laughs> in Empire Records. Sure. All right. Uh, but, so... Archie does not want to disband, though. He do- he wants to keep the red circle going, and Dilton is creepy as... Dilton's the only one left, and he is, like, Archie's new best friend, slash his Q, slash his... his... Alfred to murder Batman? Yeah. Because he's like, what you... Like, this is what you wanted. You and the, the Black you Hood up alone. the Black Mano Hood. Mano a mano. You just use them to draw him out. <laughs> yes. But there are some tools you need. There's a place on the edge of town that you should go. And I really wanted it to be the Batcave. <laughs> like, Dilton had a Batcave somewhere. It's not. No, it's not. So, uh, Veronica does a little bit of information sniffing. Because as soon as Archie was like, your dad told me to make the video. She was like, oh, Hiram Lodge, back up to his old tricks. And I thought there's a big thing where She's Hermione wants to, like, n- not allowed to go into the study. She just walks in. So, apparently that's Hermione not Hermione was too drunk on wine to stop her. <laughs> Yeah, so she goes in and asks, like, Hiram about manipulating Archie. And, like, they do this, this like, like tat-a-tat Yeah, where thing. he's like, I don't remember. And she's like, like, Archie's dumb. He's dumb and he's a sweet boy. <laughs> he's a <laughs> sweet Hiram's dumb boy. Like, well, I don't know about that, but he does seem like a sweet boy. <laughs> he's a sweet dumb boy. And you manipulated that sweet dumb boy. Like, since she says in this scene, he's dumb. <laughs> yes. Which is he's true. Dumb and you used him. Which is true. Which is which is I love it because that's canonically true from it's the comic true. books that Archie is not, not smart. smart. He's a sweet dumb boy. So eventually, Hiram um, he excuses Veronica because he has to get some work done, and I'm just like, how? Why are you still allowed to work? <laughs> yeah. What what job did you go back to? Convicted embezzler. Did did all of his charges get dropped? Is that what's happened? Because I thought what they. I mean, maybe that's what it was. I thought it was that they were just, like, commuting a sentence. I thought so, too. But no, apparently all his charges got dropped, and now he just... This is so funny, because it's so different from the OC, where we saw a very similar <laughs> plot line. But Jimmy Cooper was just burned to the ground. Just blackballed from reality. All he gets to do is run a restaurant. <gasps> Hiram Lodge also runs a restaurant! He does also. He, I mean, he owns a restaurant. Maybe he's secretly running the restaurant. Pop Tate runs the restaurant. <laughs> okay, that's true. So Jughead Jones loves some serial killer well, books. I mean, he's reading about them because he's trying he's to... He's trying to he, research. He's. I feel like he's a writer much in the way that I'm a writer. When you're interested in something, you research that thing. It's not yes. like you're super into, like, serial killers. It's but like you at look that up. moment, you're into it. Yeah, because yeah. he's... Well, he also... 
Is he, is, is he working on his book there? Maybe. I don't know what he's doing. Or he's working on his article. That's true. It's true. He is, he is also working at the Red and Black. Anyway, he ignores Betty's phone call, and then Tony comes on in. I mean, other way around. Tony comes in, and then he ignores her Oh, phone that's call. right. But basically, Tony's like, I love true crime. Let's work together. Yeah, Tony comes in and is a cardboard wall that repeats, like, tropes back mm-hmm. at Jughead, being like, like, oh, yeah, look. Look at all these similarities we have between us. Isn't it crazy that these things are going on? Also, they, they, they start talking about, like, pro- they try to profile... The serial killer, and they say like, "Oh, he wears a mask." He says it's uncommon because he wears a mask. Not many seacos will wear masks. A few things <laughs> in the scene you showed at the beginning, they, they were, were all wearing, wearing masks. masks. <laughs> and two, that's not true. Zodiac wore a mask. It's true. Lots of serial killers wear masks. They just get found out because they're narcissists and they like hang around to see the fruits of their labor. Yeah, so they, they or do, they can't help bragging anyway. Yeah, so they do a lot of criminal minds stuff where it's like, well, he wears a mask, so, so clearly there's some self-loathing. But he also, he wrote a letter which proves, like, narcissism. And I'm like, so you said that he hates himself, but he loves himself, which... Is all serial killers, <laughs> so great job. Like, cool. Does he also not have a mom? Good. <laughs> Clifford Blossom. Because Sylvie Clifford Blossom. Still Clifford Blossom. Still Clifford Blossom. <laughs> Um, so then I thought it was the next day because suddenly it's daylight. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, nope. nope. same day. No, nope. Betty is, well. So Betty. She has a text message from Jughead being like. Being like, sorry, call you tomorrow. Tag. Which is tomorrow. why I thought it was the end of the night, but now it's still daylight out. Yeah, because Betty's also doing the cipher, but it's like, like, oh, there's a distance going between her and Jughead. And I'm like, why? It's. I think they're trying to set up in this scene that, like, also Betty's going distance from Jughead. But she's not. But why, what, why would she be? Yeah. Well, they're trying to set it up. That's she's why they have her. She's just trying not to share the cipher yeah, with anyone. Yeah, because she ignores the um the text message yeah. from him. So, um, also on the same day, Veronica shows up at Archie's house. Uh, yeah. Which I, again, I thought that was the next day. And I was like, does Veronica only have one outfit now? But no, it's the no, same day. No, she heads in. Archie's going to go out to the place, I guess. Yeah. And Veronica is like, hey, my dad did manipulate, manipulate you. you. And then she's like, so you know what? We're both going to do it now. My George is like, yay? It's like, did Veronica, did you bump your head on the way over? <laughs> so you learned that your father manipulated your boyfriend into creating the red circle. So your response is to help your boyfriend with the red circle because screw she, you, dad. Or she thinks her dad is right. But that is And the red circle is necessary? I don't I don't feel like Veronica I feel like Veronica does everything she I I don't know. I thought, like, I actually I don't thought know. maybe she was trying to put herself in danger so that her dad would like see pull the error back. of his ways. But that's not that's not how she's playing it. I don't know. So it's so it's so it's like <laughs> why is she getting so on board with the red circle? She just loves Archie Andrews that much. But she knows her that Archikin. But she knows that he was tricked by her dad. The, it all circles back to she thinks her dad is right. <laughs> but she won't tell him, I guess. Yeah. Because she goes in. And, she I, wants, she knows he's right, but she wants him to do good things for good reasons. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on here. So so Archie goes to the place that um, uh, Dilton mentioned, which is an army surplus store. And that's what army surplus stores look like. All red mood lighting and, I'm sorry, I've been to army surplus stores. They are just stores. Also, they're not open at, like, this looks like midnight. Yeah. It's like he's walking in at 1 a.m. to just wide open doors. But it was daylight when Veronica came to his house. I don't know. How long did he walk I don't think it was. I think it was It was. No, you could see blue sky out the door. Oh. 
Yeah. Well, he goes to the army surplus store and he has a fake ID and he buys not he doesn't buy guns. No, he buys he has a gun. Yeah, and he looks at guns. Yeah. But he buys stuff. He buys some ammo and some Kevlar vest. And the guy goes, hunting? Yeah, he's hunting some boars. He doesn't say that, but well, that's I, my <laughs> mind canon for his lie if he asked him for more details. So let's be clear about this guy who owns the store. He knows that fake ID is fake, and he knows he's not going hunting because you don't give a Kevlar vest. You don't, you don't give a bulletproof vest to a man who's hunting. He's hunting the most dangerous game. So clearly the reason that Dilton sent him here is because like, oh yeah, there's an army surplus store and the guy who owns it just wants everyone to have guns. He hunts humans. <laughs> there's the most dangerous thing going on, most dangerous game going on over there. So Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Um, tonight it is cold out, it is snowing, and so I decided I had to drink something that warms you from the inside. So I am drinking a Phillips Brewing Company ginger beer. Ah. Which you would think is a soda, but it is in fact a beer with ginger. It's a very festive and seasonal. Um, Phyllis Brewing Company is a Victoria brewery. I have actually been there. It was very lovely. Um, this is a spiced beer. It has 5% alcohol. It is a very large beer. Yes, it's very big. It has 650 milliliters. And I have been very slowly nursing it as we watch and as we talk. This is... Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just found the notes. Okay. With more ginger than Gilligan can handle, some might be surprised at the instant blast of flavor and aroma from this true ginger beer. But that doesn't that doesn't take away from its sheer quaffability and its killer with sushi. Thanks for throwing in that funny Gilligan's Island reference. But what? just 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 a quick aside, I I think we need to do as a society we need to do something about the presence of like beer, like root beer and and like them being different things. Cause I remember once crossing the border and the board guy was like hey do you have any sort of like alcohol um and we're like no then we check the trunk he's like like there's this back here it's, it's birch beer and we're like oh no it's not alcoholic and he's like it says beer on it and we're like he has like root beer it's soda yeah it's, it's yeah soda. beer should not be in the name of something yeah. that is not alcohol it, well it's it's like how remember how know how nest tea is doing alcoholic things i know i'm like and they, they, they still call it snapple it's snapple it's like Snapple Twisted or Snapple... Snapple Spiked. Snapple Spiked. And I'm like, you can't do that because some grandma is going to buy Snapple for her... Especially in the states where alcohol can be bought in grocery stores. Yeah, like... Because here you have to go to a special store to get alcohol, so the grandma will not make the yeah, mistake. But, like, but that grandma in the states just goes down the wrong aisle and is like, oh, Snapple. Yeah, some confused grandma is going to buy her eight-year-old some suits and then give a drunk baby. But you know what? It might not be bad for them because I used to. Our grandma and grandma would be like, oh, here's some Coke. Was that Coke? No. Was that rum and Coke? Yes. Well, but there's a difference between like having a having like the the sip of drink and like, hey, <laughs> hey, Timmy, here's a forty. <laughs> like, there's a little difference there. It's true. Yeah. This is delicious, but like ginger beer that is non alcoholic or root beer or birch beer needs to have like quotation marks. Around yeah, we the need word to do beer. something about the about the terminology. So, uh, quotation marks are stars. Yeah. Make that happen, beverage industry. <laughs> Kevin, would you like to try some of this ginger beer? Man, I'm still dying. I don't... 
no. It might clear out your sinuses. God, no, I will not help. All right. Well, I'm going to drink some. Cheers, listeners. Cheers. So Betty goes to Jughead's. And she yes. like, and she wants Jughead to work with her to send you to crack this cipher. And he's real weird and sketchy about it. He's like, "Oh, conveniently, it's, Tony also asked me to work yeah, on it. it." It's like he's already cheating on her with Tony. And I hate, I hate when they do this because like, immediately I was like, "I mean, they could all work together. They're all working for the same goal." Yeah, like which uh, is what Betty says. Yeah. But I mean, she's but she also is like, "Oh, you and Tony are working on it together." Well, maybe all three of us should work on it together, and Kevin can be there too, and it'll be like a double date of cipher code cracking. And I don't know why he has to be weird about it. Why can't he just be like, oh, yeah, we should work on it. My friend at school was working on it too. Let's all do it together. They have all already decided that this is going to be a thing. Like Jughead's like, oh, I know. But Betty has never shown jealousy before. No, Jughead hangs. He had that conversation with Veronica once about dads. Yeah, like it's. I, I, the storyline is weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So okay. When, so, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah? I need to read to you okay. my note for the next scene. Okay. I wrote, oh, please, as if, dot, 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 wait, why, what, Cheryl, hmm? T-shirts. All right. So, RG arrived at school and Veronica has decided to support the Red Circle by turning it into a trend. By that means that she has Cheryl, I guess, it must be the Vixens, but we see Cheryl. And Cheryl's into it. Because mm-hmm. she knows it's chaos. Just handing out these these shirts that have the red circle on them. And the way they, they're stylized is they have a red circle, then a filled-in circle inside. And it is a target. It's true. <laughs> and Archie does shout it out. But I would say... No one knows that's for the red circle. No. It's just a... It's just... It's like the red cups in Starbucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. no no people care. They're just handing out to students at... Yeah, they're like, oh, cool. Cheryl's wearing... Like, this is going to prove anything. This one time, Cheryl Blossom wore a shirt with a red circle on it and flip-flops. So I bought a shirt with a red circle on it and flip-flops. What, militia? What? <laughs> I have army pants because this one time Katie Heron wore army pants to school, so I got army pants and flip flops. <laughs> the flip flops are very important. My favorite thing about it is that the fact that it looks like such a target is like, can you imagine trying to intimidate like your enemy by just drawing a bullseye on your head and just being like, yeah, come at me. Come at me, bro. What? You're going to shoot me here? Right here? Where my heart is? Like earlier when Archie's firing his gun, he's essentially shooting the Red Circle logo. Archie did not think through this nickname. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he did it because he was stealing. And also, no one's referencing that is from a comic book it's true like he he, only archie owns that comic book aaron it would be like if there was a serial killer out there and i was like we're coming for you our name is justice league (laughs) (laughs) and no one and nobody refers to the fact that it's like cool kevin loves justice you mean like the justice league (laughs) no 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 No, nothing to do with that this is cool so uh back at jughead's uh trailer Tony is just a well, jerk. We're going to get into Tony. I want to. I want to make sure. I want. I want to point this out every single time it comes to it. Betty is like, "Ugh, I feel like I recognize these symbols." Yeah. Kevin what? has all at this point. Kevin has already said to us numerous times during the episode. He has toned it down for the podcast. Yeah. Only you can solve it, Betty. Yeah, like in the letter 
the guy, the the Black Hood said, this is for you. Only you can solve this, Betty. And Betty refuses to take that to mean anything. She's just like, oh, why do I recognize these? Oh, man, what's going on? Oh, this is hard. And then Tony is like, well, maybe you should take out your ponytail. And it's just like, should we stab you in the face? No? Stop being a jerk. And then Betty is like, okay, maybe we should draw, like... Let's let's, let's let's profile yeah, this murderer. Let's say the facts that this guy does. So what she says is he is in his mid-40s, male. He has obviously has a grudge against some Northsiders because everyone he's gone after has been from the North Side. Instantly, Tony's like, like, oh, I'm so sick of all of all this. You, you people think there's a Southsider? Betty had never even mentioned the Southside. The next thing Betty was going to say could have been like, you know who likes to profile? You know who likes to go against Northsiders? Clifford Blossom. Clifford Blossom. Clifford Blossom. Should we talk to Cheryl? Maybe. Does, <laughs> remember when all those redheads came to town? Maybe. Did one of them stay behind? Maybe Clifford Blossom's still alive. We should look into this. We just Clifford. We should assume his body. But like, here's the thing: the the conflict is could be a real conflict, like mm-hmm. because yeah, it makes sense. Obviously, the north north side is a little bit more fancy, and the south side is very is is, is Detroit in the mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, is it's really bad. Like that like that disparity line is insane. Mm-hmm. But this scene is written so clumsily that it just comes off as Tony being like. Tony being like, no, Betty, no, look, Jughead, I'm going to show how woke I am. Yeah, well, she, your original girlfriend is so uptight and so full of prejudice. Yeah, she she send, she spits off buzzwords at a speed that tells me that the writers googled them, which, I mean, are true. Really, they are, mm-hmm. but but not for Betty. <laughs> and the scene is very clumsily written. Yeah, like it's so badly written. We really that Tony just sounds insane because Betty does like, nothing to. <laughs> We needed, like, a Cheryl or a Veronica. Or even Kevin could or have even, done it. Yeah, because Kevin is the son of the um, sheriff. Yeah, and Kevin definitely could have been, like, like, like well, I, well, I mean, like, we could have been the south side. And then, like, someone in that in that scene had to mention the south side. Yeah. For her outburst to, I think, make sense. And then Tony's like, and you're making your boyfriend feel so bad. He has to lie about eating lunch with the serpents. How does she know that? And Betty's like, what? <laughs> And Jackhead's like, Murr? and then Tony's like, I'm going home. And then Kevin's like, cool, I'll walk you. And she's like, Shh. and he's like, you could walk me. I like how Kevin decides still to leave. Like, I feel like <laughs> he's like, nope. My thing that I like about this, what comes after this, is also Betty doesn't care really that our Jughead was lying. Jughead's like, I have to eat with the snakes to be safe. Betty's like, yeah, I know. She's like, I know. I don't want you to lead a gang. Yeah. And Jughead's like, I know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. This is the scene also where um, Tony uh, says that, like, yeah, they sell the drugs to um, Junkie Northsiders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because Betty does at one point. She's like, I mean, there is more drugs and crime on the south side. And then Tony just goes off on that. Yeah, but the drugs are all sold to you guys. Like, well, so Clifford Blossom sells the drugs to you, which go back to the north side. So So it all goes back to (laughs) – hashtag still Clifford Blossom. It's still So I thought we were getting a scene of Kevin wandering the streets alone, but he already had a scary moment. It's Archie. No. Who is tagging. Yeah, Archie tags the south side with the red circle. And then, of course, Sweet Pea finds him. Yep. Oh, no, Sweet Pea. 
don't tempt the robot. He's gonna robot yeah. rage you up. Yes. Well, yeah, like, so they're threatening him, and Archie's like, look, this isn't for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> look how Archie seriously has the logic of, of a like, robot. Of, of like, no, I'll go around and I'll spray the red, the red circle, and then the black hood will come. Who are these children? Why are, why are they so angry at me? Children, calm down. I have work to do here. This sweepy, like, draws a knife, and Archie draws a gun. He's like, no, friend, no. Like, Look, you brought a knife to a gunfight. This one time, I brought a bat to a gunfight, so... No, no more. No more. You brought a knife to a robot fight. This, I don't even need this gun, but you won't understand my robot power. <laughs> I can threaten you with my robot body, so I'll threaten you with the gun body. It's all metal on metal, baby! And then they run away, because, I mean, guns are scary. Yeah, guns are scary. Oh. This is just a quick scene where we learn that Betty spent the night and Alice Cooper's going to freak out. And then there's no follow-up on that well, whatsoever. Like, I'm actually glad they didn't do that because we would have se- we've seen that scene a so thousand many times. times. We know Alice Cooper doesn't like Jug- Jughead. Betty doesn't care. Yeah, so yeah. Alice Cooper would freak out, but whatever. We don't see that scene. All what we my- do see... Is Mr. Weatherby is laying that hammer on down. Yeah, so he co- he comes into, like, their science classroom with Sheriff Keller. He's like, Mr. Andrews. Come with, come with me. And then Veronica's like, um, I made the t-shirts. And he's like, that's not about that. You mean your weird shirt trend? I didn't even realize that had anything to do with it. Wait, that's, a, that red circle is a red circle? I thought there was just a thing that teenagers do. So they uh, pull that Archie Andrews right out of class to go look for the gun in his locker. Yeah, so the bodega owner apparently ID'd a student from Riverdale High. Which there's no – because Archie was specifically not wearing his Letterman's jacket. Yeah, so he – but he looked at him and was like – uh, that kid's not from the South. <laughs> that kid doesn't look like he lives in Detroit. That child is not wearing a leather jacket, That's... ergo, north side. I mean, I think we can be very clear here. He looks at that, that child is very white. Huh. But there are white snakes. I mean, yes, Aaron, we know that. <laughs> Archie, he was like, mm, I know, there's a robot body anywhere. Well, no, but he doesn't know it's Archie. He just That's said there's a kid there with red hair. And fortunately, because this town actually is full of redheads... They just assume it's Archie because well, I mean, he's some real trouble. Well, also because he has a militia. <laughs> and he made that video. So Kevin and I both shouted at the screen, if that gun is in his locker. We're going to burn this place down. The gun is not in his locker. No, but what, what is, is in his, in his locker, locker is the hood that he took off Reggie. What? How did how did he get how that? How did he in- get to school? Yeah, I thought he grabbed it and then like at threw home. it away or kept it at home. Why would he bring it to school with him? Was he like, I'll give this back to Reggie? <laughs> at some point, I'll return this to Reggie. <sighs> and then Luke Perry Andrews is really upset, and I they, they barred him from the school for finding the. Okay, okay, Riverdale. There we go. All of these educators have let down. <laughs> Kevin has to turn down my microphone because I am so angry. Keep talking. All of these educators have let down the future of their community. They have failed at this job. Someone needed to get that child therapy when he was sitting up late at night with a baseball bat and not sleeping. His father was shot. It is your job as an educator and an adult and a human to get this child help before he starts a militia. But Aaron, that would be hard. 
kicking him out of school is not the right choice. Yeah, they bar they they just bar him from school for having a hood. They don't think he's the they don't think he's the no. black hood. They just they, but because they find a mask with the, with the eyes cut in, they they're, they're just like, no, nah, you're. You're expelled Because no one was like, hey, Archie Andrews has been acting very erratically and unsafely. Maybe we should get him some emotional and mental support since he just saw his father shot in front of him not a week ago. Yeah, it's... It's... It has been, like, six days. The, my, my problem with it that becomes is that, like, like I, I know we're not supposed to be seeing people doing the right thing, but there's a, li- there's a, certain, there's a limit. There's a there limit. are too many adults yeah. doing the wrong thing. There's a limit. His mother let him down. His mother should have seen him sitting up all night while his father was recovering, and she should have taken that boy no. to the best therapist in no, Chicago. We, we haven't proven what he does, though, is he hides the bat and stands up. That's we true. didn't see that. So... It's just there's too much let that would need for people. There's too much incompetence f- for me to suspend my disbelief any longer. Someone needed to try to get him help who was not Veronica. Like, like th- we're, we're, we're going into Stephen King territory with the amount of incompetence that parents have, which is insane because if there's anything we learned from the first season, they're not incompetent. No, they were great in the first season. They have just all lost their minds. <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Kevin like saw me got all get all riled up while we were watching. He was like, "Write it down, write it down." So uh, Veronica's at home w- with her red circle shirt, and Veron and Hermione comes in, might be drunk, I don't know, and drunk monologues about loyalty is good, but blind loyalty is bad. And I'm like, "Are you referring to, to yourself? To yourself? Because I don't." I don't understand what your Hermione. What is your what is your deal? And then Veronica's like, he means well. And Hermione's like, can you honestly say that after seeing the video? And Veronica's like, um, I mean, I already saw the video. I this, saw the video. Like, I like two days ago. I, I spoke to him with my voice. So I mean, I already made I made this choice, Mom. Also, uh, your husband's literally a criminal, and like is somehow in charge of his company again. Like. Also, he told Archie to make the video, so... Also, and I, and I think you know that. I think you understand that being a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Betty sleeping over means that she left her notebooks behind, and Jughead, who is somehow in the Cooper house... And it's very dark. So, which means he snuck in, right? Yeah, because they're, they're hanging out in firelight. So we have to assume that Alice Cooper sleeps with a sleep mask and earplugs because they're loud. And there's been multiple times, I think, yeah. where, like, she should have woken up. But she doesn't. I mean, or else she hears voices and is like, ah, it's probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't Betty's care. Betty's just tr- practicing some monologues for the school play. <laughs> so, uh, so Jughead finds the murder letter. And it's like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> this seems super boring. You're my girlfriend. And Betty's like, no one could know except for Kevin. Yeah, because Kevin was there and I was working and like I had to do stuff with the – and Jughead's like, girl, it's been two days. Like we're not drifting apart here. And she's like, hmm, touche. All I can know is that Betty is so ready to give up on Jughead. Like the the fact she that, just does not trust that school. The fact that that he is not in front of her every day <laughs> means that she is slowly like losing perception. It's like with Ethel, I think, <laughs> where the fact that Ethel is not in front of her all the time means she she's forgetting exists. she exists. <laughs> um. So 
Jughead starts to talk to Betty about all the things that she is, how amazing she is, and how they're going to be okay. She's um, Nancy Drew meets Girl with Drawing a Tattoo. And then something just clicks in Betty's head, and she remembers a book she used to read as a child. Which, I understand where Nancy Drew came from. I don't think she read Girl with a Dragon Tattoo as a child. Nope. Oh, boy, nope. no. Nope. Um, also, also, I like how he had to call Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, because if you call it the Millennium Trilogy, no one knows what you mean. This is true. Yeah. But she's like, oh, my God, only I can solve the cipher. <laughs> and then Kevin threw his phone to the floor <laughs> in satisfaction. That's <laughs> satisfaction and anger. And like, yes, that's what... 45 minutes ago we learned that. You learned it two days ago. So, Archie and Veronica have a phone conversation wherein we learn that Veronica's cape is back. But more importantly, I am burning this dumb show to the ground. Yeah, Archie calls Veronica. You need to get something for me because you need to get his gun. Hey, audience, do you know where Archie stored his gun? He stored his gun in the tank of a toilet. In the boys' change room of his school. It might be the change room. It might be the bathroom. It's probably the change room. Let's be honest. Yeah. Why isn't it not still in the tool shed where it was before? Why would you put it in the tank of the school, which you know would be – I would imagine it would be hard to get. But apparently Veronica, Veronica walks right in. Okay. All of these schools, because of Betty and Jughead get into that library, you can just walk into any part of the school you, at any time you want, at any time of night, because that's how high schools work. Yeah, my high school locked after a certain amount of time. Yeah. I remember having rehearsals late, and if you walked outside, someone would need to be there to open the door yeah. for you. Yeah. And, like, we know they had to sneak in, because last year, when they had to do the whole, like, sex book thing, mm-hmm. they had to sneak into the school. It could not be more dumb. But Veronica just waltzes in, and that's where he was keeping his gun. Like, if he needed that gun, he would have to drive to the school. And we know he can't drive. Which means he'd have to robo-run shirtless to the school. He also is not allowed in the school, so he has to wear his black hood. <laughs> I mean, so then, so then at that point, he is just... He's just the black just hood. The black, I mean, he would wear the red hood, maybe. Just like all the, <laughs> he has a bunch of red hoods. That's true. He can change them out every day. <laughs> so it is revealed that Archie has been purposefully baiting the Black Hood because he wants to kill him. Yeah, no duh. Veronica's not okay with that, and she threw his gun into the river. At which point, Aaron was like, "Like, Aaron, you, you, you're like fingerprints," and we were like, "No, no, no, wait!" And she threw it in, in the threw water the would wash forever. The, the water would wash the fingerprints. And away. then Kevin went. Unless <laughs> if she kept it in the bag. Like, wouldn't that be an insane thing if, like, as this show went along, just Archie was getting more and more framed for being the Black Hood? They find the hood in his locker. They find a gun in a bag with his fingerprints Despite on it. Despite the fact that he saw the original Black Hood, no, no. No, no, Everyone no, no, no. forgets that. Well, well, <laughs> well, they mean, it could be that he killed the Black Hood and then became oh. the Black Hood. Ooh, I don't know. Then Reggie just swoops on into that house with pizza. Yeah, comes out, comes out with pizza. So we're having another thing where, like, they were going over a bunch of different uh, storylines. So, we'll... so we're just going to say, I really just wrote down, like, two word notes. Yeah, so we'll try to get through all these things. Yeah. But, like, so Reggie comes over, and there's this thing where, like, they ask why Reggie came over. Turns out because Archie didn't tell the 
Mr. Weatherby that it was Reggie's mask. Reggie's very thankful to him. I'm like, wait, why didn't Archie tell him yeah, that? Because that would have definitely got him off. Sorry, my dumb friend tried to scare me with this yeah, dumb mask. Yeah, and you know what? Re- Reggie wouldn't have gone in trouble either because it was a dumb prank. He might have had yeah. it like, hey, Reggie, you shouldn't do that. Hey, Reggie, don't do dumb pranks. But can you imagine? Can you imagine if they if they then expelled Reggie for possessing that mask? Yeah, like that's. So, but uh, Reggie's now like, no, you didn't, you didn't snitch on me, which means now we're friends again. So all the football team and Dilton Doily are there to have some pizza. <laughs> Surprise! Dilton Doily just hanging around. <laughs> Sweet pea shows up. Yeah, the serpents come and knock, and they're like, "Hey, remember?" Which once again clarifies the fact that everyone knows where he lives. Yeah, so who the ca- wallet didn't matter. Who cares about the wallet? These serpents just go to his house like, hey, you pulled a gun in my face and now I'm here. You can't enter my house and not face the repercussions. But unfortunately, all the, all the boys <laughs> are there. And then they start posturing and then Veronica's like, hey, if you're going to do this, no guns. You have to do this right. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> There's gonna be a West Side Story a, style rumble. There's a rumble. <laughs> gonna have a damn rumble. It's a boy fight in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It is storming outside. I'm like, we're gonna have a boy fight in the rain. It's a rumble. <laughs> so, um, I guess uh, Betty and Jughead. Yeah, they can just get into any school anytime they want. No, the, the, I think they're at the library. Okay, so they can get into the library anytime they want. <laughs> That's want, worse. Yeah, why not? They go find Betty's favorite book, Ciphers for Kids. Well, well, they go find the book where she remembered seeing the symbols from, which is from the Nancy Drew activity book, Ciphers for Kids. <laughs> which I'm, I, th- I thought would be more powerful if she had it at home. Yeah. Because having it at home means that, that it He's... implies that the killer saw it in her house. Exactly, which is way creepier. Than it being at the library. Yeah. And also less scenes to shoot in. Yeah. So anyway, they figure that out. Yeah. Uh, and then the town hall, Aaron. Where we learn that the South Side is not a part of Riverdale because there is no one at that town hall representing the South Side. Yeah. And then we also learn that Miss Cooper is... I mean, we knew this, but she's insane. She... The, I guess maybe is also a Blossom by birth. She comes in with some, like heavy political nonsense of like like oh it's the south side and they're killing the, the we people. have to take this down we should we should defund their school and put that money into the uh, it, the police department i'm like yeah then all those kids can go to jail where are those kids gonna go are they gonna come to riverdale high no she, no. no 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 they're not like this is such uh, which I don't think we're supposed to agree with her, but it's such insane nonsense for someone to spout and for the town to be like, yeah, we only think about the right now. So then we cut wait, to the wait, rumble. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. There's, there's something we missed at the beginning of this, which is where... Oh, the old lady is like, what are they doing to help us? Yeah, so the the, the sheriff talks about how, or the mayor <laughs> talks about how... They set up a phone uh, hotline. And then Miss Cooper's like, so it's the same thing what the red circle was doing? I'm like... Well, yeah, but on this one, when you call it, you, a teenager won't pick up on the other side. And the teenager will always be Archie Andrews. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just calling Archie Andrews. Yeah. So, so I'm like, no, that is different. Because if I called 911 and then I just heard a teenager <laughs> be like, hey, what you need? We're going to hop in our car. The baseball bats come help you. Or the police. It's different. It's different. So meanwhile, back on the bridge, I don't know. No, they go to a field. It's time for West Side Story. Yeah, so the serpents and 
God, this is one of those things where like look, thinking about the in between is so hilarious. <laughs> they that all got in their cars. They all got in their cars and drove over to a field. And Veronica was in like, okay, guys, here are the rules of the rumble. <laughs> yeah. So then Archie, no kicking in the head. Yeah. Then Archie and uh, Sweet Pea go and like stand face to face, and then Arch Archie knocks him out. Very slow like, motion. Like all the blood from the mouth. Like I'm in. I'm impressed that he got back up because Archie, like, punches him, and then he does the knocked-out-on-his-feet teeter thing mm-hmm. as, I mean, the two armies clash is really what it is. It's true. And unfortunately, they're all, like, dark-haired boys. So wearing, no one knows what Wearing, like, is. I mean, one wears leather jackets, the other ones are wearing their football jackets, which, once they get wet, are indistinguishable. And then there's Dilton Doily, who is wearing a dark-colored jacket, so great. And this is intercut with Miss Cooper... Defending like, Archie. She yeah. thinks the red circle is great. Yeah, she's like, at least he's out there swinging elbows. Cut back to Archie, like, knocking someone out. Cut back to Luke Perry Andrews being like, hey, whoa. Look, we're all adults here. As the only person in this room who has been shot, maybe we simmer down. <laughs> yeah, like, we shouldn't, like, like, it's not from the south, like, we can't just assume it's someone from the south side. When he shot me, he was not like, hello, Luke Perry Andrews. I am from the south side. Brought, brought. We literally know nothing about this guy other than the fact that he kills people that he deems as, like... Sinners. Sinners. So which may- which se- seems like he would be killing a lot of the south side so from your logic, Cooper. we should just look for the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. He, he says it's not the south side. It's one person. And then she's like, well, Luke Perry Andrews can turn the other cheek. Because like, he's Jesus. Yeah, I'm like, but oh. we can't. I, I like how in her speech she references Jesus as the bad guy. <laughs> like she's giving this speech and then being like, <laughs> then being like, and also screw Jesus. Am I right? <laughs> Jesus had to turn the other cheek. That's dumb. Let's be all the other people. You know, let's be the bad people in the Bible. <laughs> So, meanwhile, I cut to Hermione and Hiram, who are whispering at each other, and she's like, I told you Luke Perry Andrews would be trouble. Yeah, I'm like, wait, wait, are you guys on the side of the Black Hood? And then Hiram's like, no, the town loves him. Maybe we can use it. Like, uh, what? I, I guess they want the North Side and the South Side to go to war. So they can something, something. Buy stuff? Okay, we do know that the downtown of the South Side is a ghost town. Yeah. Because uh, Alice Cooper rambles that out at some point. Well, I mean, and we also know that they did hire the serpents. Yeah. So I don't know. So I don't know what's. I don't know what. I don't know what they're going. On. They play the prone. They play like a a vagueness game mm-hmm. of like, hey, we're up to something. Yeah, we are. But don't worry, we can still be up to something tomorrow. So then fighting happens. Then Betty and Jughead figure out that this will start. This will continue where it began. Which so they run the to the town hall. hall and they're like, no, 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 no. And everyone's <laughs> like, Betty, calm down. <laughs> Betty runs in and is like, everyone, it's going to get the blackhead's coming. It's going to get everyone. And the power goes out. And then she pulls the fire alarm. <laughs> she walks very calmly over to the fire alarm and pulls it. Everyone already knows that she was there. And everyone made the saw her do it. <laughs> I like the idea that they're just kind of like. Well, I mean, the fire alarm says so, and we have so to. We have to go outside. It's like a Pavlovian response. It could be a real fire. <laughs> I mean, like maybe she also saw a fire. So then, back at the fight, maybe we... Dilton pulls out a knife. Okay, we 
let's go by this beat by beat. Okay. Because so we watched this scene multiple times. Archie is fighting Sweet Pea. Yes. A man falls to the ground. This man is kicked in the stomach. Yes. Archie, no, no, Archie is kicked in the I mean, they're both kicked in the stomach. No, but there's like random man okay. being kicked in the stomach. Yeah. Archie is up. We see a dark-haired man. No, no, no. Archie's still down. He's down and he sees this person. Okay, that's really not important. It is really important, Aaron. No, Very specific. No. Archie being down is down up. Archie finds his way to his feet. It doesn't matter exactly when. Archie sees a dark-haired man yeah. pull out a knife. This dark-haired man is not Sweet Pea because yeah. we see Sweet Pea fighting Archie. Archie. Then Archie shouts Dilton. Yes, and then Archie's kicked a whole bunch. Yeah, which is then, why I think he gets up and goes back down, but it doesn't matter. I mean, so well, essentially what happens is that he sees this person draw the knife, he shouts Dilton, and then he's beaten up a bunch, and then Veronica fires the gun. But all of him being beaten up might not be him, because there are a lot of intercut shots. It could be other people being beaten up. And the, I th- it's very what we're trying to get at here <laughs> is it's very unclear and we have not yet figured out who had the knife. Because what happens is Veronica fires the gun, everyone starts running, we cut to Dilton, and there's a knife in his leg. And he is in the car with Reggie, and Reggie says, When they ask you No, what- Dilton says. No, Reggie says, What will you say? And then Dilton says, oh. They'll I will say that I was walking down the street and a bunch of Southside guys jumped me and stabbed me. Yeah. And Reggie's like, hmm. So what – I don't care about that part at all. I So the point we're trying to get across is that someone pulls a knife. Maybe it's Dilton. Maybe it's someone else. Maybe he gets stabbed by his own knife. And then, we have no idea. And then Dilton just has a knife. Like there's no – we. I watch multiple times. There's no scene where a knife stabbed into a leg. Yeah. There's literally a knife is drawn – and then it's in Dilton's leg. So I just have to assume Dilton's knife is in Dilton's leg. So Betty gives the letter to the grown-ups. Yes, Betty decides it's time to reveal the letter. Then Veronica fixes, fixes Archie's yes. wounds. She sexually heals Archie. She tells him these are fraught times. Mm-hmm. Luke Perry Andrews walks up the stairs. He hears that these are fraught times. And he's like, nope. Then he turns around just before the gun is mentioned. So that's good. Like about a second before the gun is mentioned. And I like... So, so so they're just talking about like man Archie's like man I wish that we didn't do this and I'm like you mean drive to a field get in a fight then drive home mm-hmm. it, uh, there's so much on it and then Veronica is like hey Archie you're not a killer you wouldn't have shot anyone because Archie's like what if I did have the gun and I'm like I don't know Archie I mean he wasn't going to sweet shoot P he's only going to sweet shoot he's only going to shoot he's the only- black hood yeah, he's only going to shoot a man in a hood, so... And he could still kill him. He has his robot strength. So it's fine. But then Veronica's like, there's one last thing we have to do. And I don't care about their sexy times. Yeah, but they throw they do throw the gun off the bridge. So and that's good. It, and it's not in a bag, which means, the, which means if they pull that... If that gun comes back and they're like, fingerprints, I'd be like, what? Excuse me. I mean, the gun will come back. You cannot throw a gun in a river without it coming back. <laughs> Everything comes out of um, Sweet Rotter River eventually. It's true. I mean, Kevin's going to hook up with a guy and, and then find, find the gun. gun. <laughs> and then, guys, meanwhile, Betty gets a call. From an unknown number. And it's the Black Hood. Then uh, cut the splash screen. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the one time I regret watching this on Netflix because I wish we could have had some overly dramatic next week on uh, Riverdale. Uh, I guess I do do the next week thing on that one. So I might watch that when I get home. 
And I might send some tweets. I now watch these episodes imagining what's in the next week on. I know that shot where they're clashing is in the Oh yeah. Is in the one. I know where with the over the top shot where Be- where um uh, Veronica's reaching into the toilet is one. Mm-hmm. The shot where she is on Archie cleaning him up and she's like, These are fraught times. Yep, that's in there. Yep. Yeah. When uh, w- one of those lines from Miss Cooper, I don't know which one, <laughs> but one of the ones where she's at the town hall shouting yep. is definitely in there. Maybe one where Betty's like only I can solve it. <laughs> Which takes her a long... Well, Betty never says that. The, or no, she reads it out loud. Yeah, that's right. The letter, no, Kevin does. When Kevin reads it out loud and you're like, who's on the other side of that paper? <laughs> so, Aaron, throughout this uh, whole thing, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did you find yourself a moment where... Drama has overtaken logic and reason. I mean, uh, just could one. Could I possibly have found one moment? You know what? The moment where um, Betty and Jughead go to the library and or school to get the cipher book. Obviously, it was because they had used the library set earlier in the yeah, episode. Because they got to get a use out of it. But, like, it is insane. That these two teenagers can get into this obviously shut down library Whenever they want. There's no... Like, maybe if Josie was one of the characters and she was like, because my mother is the mayor, I have the skeleton key. Yeah. Maybe (laughs) I'd accept it a little bit. But it it makes no sense. She easily could have had that book upstairs. Yeah. Easily. And that would I think that would be more terrifying. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, I have Mm -hmm. this book. Did he see the book in my room? Maybe it was too terrifying. No, son. We don't want to scare people too much. Uh, this is not a Halloween TV show. <laughs> Kevin, did you find a CW moment? The problem that I find with trying to find CW moments <laughs> is that I usually like to pick moments that are like small little things. Yeah. But unfortunately, so many of the big, like important <laughs> things are... Just bonkers. Yeah. Just so, so with the idea of picking a small scene mm-hmm. that I believe could have been cut and still would have kept the same thing... I think Luke Perry Andrews coming up the stairs and going back down. Like, I don't think he had to hear that Betty, that Veronica and Archie were talking. And it just made him more, like, insane that he left literally one second before they mentioned the gun. Like, there's no way he was out of earshot when Veronica's like, like, well, thank God. You're like, oh, I'm sorry I lied to you about throwing away the gun. I have expected him to just come in, like, Rocky and like, <laughs> what? what? Gun! <laughs> I am just hoping there will be some sort of very dramatic fatherly follow-up next episode <laughs> to justify that. But there won't be. Yeah, because like, you could have taken out the – I didn't need to know that Luke Perry overheard Veronica. Because she doesn't say anything really important. No. Like, like, I guess he's hearing her comfort him, but he was never down on Veronica. Like, like if he was like, I don't trust Veronica, and then he's like, oh, man, she's comforting my son. Well, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, did they come home while he was home, or was that him coming home? I think that was him coming home. So maybe it was also them being like, no, no, Luke Perry Andrews did get home from the school meeting. Safe. I mean, it is important to know that that whole town hall thing, we never quite understand what the black – like, I, I do think he was just messing with them. Yes. I think he was just messing with them. Yeah, yeah. I think so. He, he saw that there was going to be a town hall meeting on that and day. he was like, ha-ha. And I think he was there, because I do think he turned the lights off, and then yeah. he was like, hmm 
hey, Betty. <laughs> oh, well, you, you fell into my I trap. Mean, once again, if there's one thing we learn, you know what? I hate to say it. He needs to kill someone. He needs to kill someone. Because they keep on treating. I mean, he's not scary enough. I mean, yes, he has shot people and they could have died. But Moose recovered amazingly. Luke Perry recovered astoundingly. Yeah. Like, he's really... Everyone's fine, except for Miss Grundy, and she's a sex offender, so... <laughs> yeah, like, he's really... He's really... Right now, he's a Griffin McElroy being like, Ha-ha! You have solved my cipher puzzle! Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, like, I can see how in... There's a difference between in-universe and out-of-universe. In-universe, I can see how he's terrifying because he's trying to kill people. But as us, as an audience watching, it's like watching a Benny Hill show of him just, like... Just make him kill an old man we don't know. Yeah, he could kill anybody. Like, he doesn't have to, doesn't have to be Moose and Mitch. doesn't have to be main character. doesn't have to be Ethel. If, if you just mention that he has killed other people. There's an old man who has been murdered, and then we find out that the old man used to steal all of his neighbor's vegetables. Yeah, something to, something to have him warrant the name Serial Killer. Yeah. Because right now he is a serial attempted murderer. Terrifying. 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 So you should uh, you should rate and review this episode on Apple Podcasts. If you think that he is a more terrifying figure than we do, hit us up. Give us your argument. Tell us on social and media. And I am entirely willing to agree that he's probably more terrifying than we give him credit for. But it's just, it's so damn silly. So give us some social media. It is a podcast MOA, podcast MOA. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have email. Our email is podcastmoa, podcastmoa at gmail.com. Yeah, talk to us. Let us know. And we'll, uh, we'll get back to you. Why did the Black Hood call Betty? So is the Black Hood from the south side? Okay, but wait. Who stabbed Dilton? Look, it's uh, Dilton stabbed Dilton, or someone but else stabbed Dilton. We don't know that, and I think Dilton it's going to go somewhere or a, important. Or a ghost stabbed no, Dilton. But, but Kevin, this is obviously building to something. I don't, I don't care. Oh, For answers to all this and more, join us next time on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast.